Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome back to 1UP. It's been a few weeks, but we are back. And in this show, we are going to be previewing the upcoming game, Spider-Man. Unfortunately, Carl can't be with us because he is feeling a bit under the weather. So hopefully Carl is back for the next one. But joining me is friend of the show, Stu from the Comic Pod. How are you doing, Stu? I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me on. And get well soon, Carl. Ah, absolutely, absolutely. So, it it was obvious when we were doing Spider-Man. I mean, you've already, I think you and Rory have already uh, dibsed RDR2, haven't you? But, you needed to come on for Spider-Man, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but Rory's on holiday, so he couldn't make it either. Um, but I've got Stu with me, so, we'll, we'll get straight into it, and uh, we'll do a bit of news towards the end to finish up. So, Obviously, everyone remembers the Spider-Man games from the PS1 and PS2 days, don't they? I mean, nobody wants to talk about the amazing Spider-Man film games, which I played and were shit. Um, yeah. But what what are your memories of them PS1, PS2 days? Honestly, not much. <laughs> I I really don't remember much of those games, because um, I wasn't much of a PS1 gamer. I don't actually remember what games I played on the PS2 for, that were Spider-Man. I just put it down because um, I couldn't remember which console it was, to be honest. There, there was a really, really good one I played on the 360, and I always forget what it was bloody called. Mm. Um, it was the one that had the Spider-Man Noir in it. Um, oh, through time. Is it through time? I know uh, Shattered it's... Dimensions. And there was And there was Edge of Time as well. Shattered Dimensions was brilliant. Mm. That was the one where you got to play Spider-Man 2099 as well. I remember that uh, being advertised, actually. And it was really because each different Spider-Man had um, had different benefits. So, like the Noir one, he went in, uh, basically went invisible when he mm. went in the shadows. So it was a little bit more um, stealth. It was more sort of Assassin's Creed feel. Yeah, the whole thing was just brilliant. But in terms of that, I don't think I've actually played that many games. I played uh... one where you could change. 
Um, when he was wearing the black suit, you could change. Uh, I think if you used the black suit too much because it was the proper symbiote, it took you over. And you um you you got really angry, but the longer you were in the suit, you got like a bit venomy and like a bit stabby with people. Mm, started doing emo dances and stuff. Oh, thankfully, it never went that far. Like <laughs> down the street, clicking your fingers. Hey, you got some. Uh, no, Toby. <laughs> oh, fucking awful. Thanks for reminding me of that. It was it's bad right. enough having to relive it when we did our bloody pod on Spider-Man. I know, other... this is what... Uh, no, the Noir one, I remember you just mentioned it on the Spider-Man pod. Um, it's, he's one of my favourite Spider-Mans. Mm. Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, he's definitely oh, Spider-Mans now. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, for me, it's the early Spider-Man games. I think it must have been PS1. It's just... I can't remember anything about the story or out like that. But I just remember web-slinging. You can just go around the city web-slinging. That, that's all Which I is want. always the best bit. Yeah, that's all I want from a game. Snap. Yeah. Well, it, it, there'd, be a, there'd be no point in releasing a Spider-Man game if they weren't going to make it really really open world and give you a lot of versatility to just go wherever you want because that's the whole point you know you're in new york you kind of want to be able to just do your own thing so the they've kind of got to yeah absolutely and i think that's why the amazing spider-man games were shite but they didn't look very well as well because they tried to make them look like the films didn't they yeah i think i might have might have played it on the 360 but I think I might have played it, hated it, and then got rid of it very, very quickly. Pretty much you were fighting robots all the time rather than, like, Dr. fucking Croc. And it was like, what the fuck? That, uh, that's familiar, actually, fighting robots. Yeah, I think I might have played it for a few hours and then yeah. gone, and just taken it back. I'm not surprised. and I don't know why I didn't take it back. But no, it's... Um, so Spider-Man, it's had a bit of a mixed... Backlog of games, hasn't it? I mean, we've got we've talked about the Amazing Spider-Man, and we've talked about the uh, <clears throat> PS1 days and stuff like that. But it has been a mixed bag. And before we come um, to to the introduction of characters, because this will be a bit more your forte, but we've probably been speaking about doing an Arkham trilogy pod for so long. So I'm going to bring it up because it does have some similarities. But do you think Spider-Man is is the one Marvel superhero who has that? Pretty much universe of his own, like similarly to Batman, in terms of having that amount of villains and characters that are intertwined with him and stuff. Yeah, definitely. We um, we did it on the comic pod. We did a um, we did a series of polls. Uh, I think it was last year, maybe the year before actually. Um, and we were trying to work out who people thought had the best rogues gallery um, out of DC and Marvel. And unsurprisingly, it was Batman and Spider Man that won. Mm. And yes, Spider-Man, in terms of global appeal and how how recognisable he is and how recognisable so many of the villains are, the, Spider-Man is probably the only character across any comics that can that can sort of stand up next to Batman because Superman may well be the most famous hero of all time, but I'll bet you most people would struggle to name more Superman villains. I've literally, Le- I've literally got Lex Luthor. <laughs> well, that's it. Most people would probably get Lex Luthor. You might get the odd one who's seen maybe Smallville or like Krypton who could maybe mention something like Brainiac. Mm. Whereas if you say Spider-Man, people will go, well, Dr. Octopus, Lizard, uh, Vulture, 
Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, you know, that there's five already. So and that they're they're some of the more obvious ones. So it, it does make a lot of sense that there's probably better characters they could have gone for in terms of the gameplay, mm. but they probably like I think a Daredevil game would be brilliant. Oh, we'll get but, to that. We'll get. To but that. you'd really struggle to get Daredevil villains in, and that that's why the Batman games have been so good because they can just do the different villains every game, and and they work even in the last one in Arkham Knight when they brought in Professor Pig, not a very well known <laughs> villain, but he's actually brilliant. Basically, he's a surgeon-turned-serial killer mm. who mutilates all of his uh, his victims and tries to turn them and, and make them perfect-looking. And they become like his mind-controlled... I think he calls them Dolatrons. They're basically like puppets for him. Mm. But th- they don't always have to rely on Joker. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it was Arkham City... And probably the most memorable villain from that for me was probably the Mad Hatter. And I was like, this dude is more crazy than the Joker. <laughs> it just stuck uh, with me. When you when he he drugs you when you go into the like that dream world and you're fighting yeah. up his his fellas in the the rabbit masks. Oh, I that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that was weird as hell. It was that was probably one of the better one of the better levels in the whole game. Absolutely. That and the the one with Rajal Ghul. Yeah, where you. Yeah. Um, you're fighting him in the again. That was in kind of like a dream world, wasn't it? To earn the right to have the drag, the demon's head, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, the trials one. Mr. Freeze fight was good as well. But anyway, we're not going to. This is not going to turn at the Arkham pod. But um, you mentioned some of the uh, Spider-Man's characters there, and um, there's a couple that are obviously quite familiar. I know Kingpin's in it, who everyone's probably seen from uh, Daredevil, and. Every cartoon with Spider-Man uh, ever, but um, is there any ones that that are there that you might think people aren't too familiar with? I mean, uh, Carl's graciously done done some names for us. Obviously, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, uh, we'll come to him in a bit. Uh, Black Cat and Silver Sable, they're getting their own TV series, aren't they? So they might be a bit more. They're getting films. Yeah. Films, is that it? The TV they were originally going to be in the same film, but they've split them out now, Sony, and said they're going to do a Black Cat film, which would be brilliant, and Silver Sable, which I'm not convinced by, because she's not that great a character. She's basically just a mercenary. Mm. I don't think she's got any secret powers or, or anything like that. But the the rest of them, the only one that people probably haven't heard of is Mr. Negative. Yeah, he and was going to be the I one must he, He's somebody that I don't really know of. But Shocker, Electro, Rhino, Scorpion and Vulture have all been stables of the of the Sinister Six. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that they haven't got Dr. Octopus. Mm. Uh, and it, if if I was to find one criticism with the game, having not actually played it, it's I wish it was more classic looking. I wish they were going for like the the old school Spider-Man look rather than this, this modern look where everyone's more like armored rather than like cheesy, chintzy, lycra clad from the sixties. Mm. But there's one villain in there that people won't know of. And it's a shame because he's actually brilliant. And that's uh, taskmaster. Yeah. His, his superpower is he instantly learns the, the fighting moves of anyone that he fights. So if he, there's been, times where he's fought Captain America, and as soon as he's seen Captain America throw one punch, he learns Captain America's moveset and how he moves, how he throws a punch, how he carries himself, so he can perfectly counter him. 
And the only person who's really able to beat Taskmaster easily is Deadpool because Deadpool is so stupid and eclectic (laughs) that he doesn't really have a fighting style. He just does whatever the hell he wants and gets on with it. But he, he's going to be a very interesting one because assuming he's in there as an actual villain that you fight, it's going to be difficult to fight him because you can't just, if you stay distant and try and web him, he'll always see your webs coming. If you try and get close, he'll be able to counter everything you do. So you're going to have to be quite, you know, you're going to have to be mixing it up quite a lot to, uh, to get past him. And the, the, the trailers have done a really good job of making it look like you're going to be fighting everyone all at once. Because the, the, the first proper trailer that we saw is uh, coming out of the prison and you're chasing Electro yeah. as he's sort of whizzing his way through. And you end up getting ambushed by all the rest of them. And then they make some kind of comment. I think it, it might be Vulture or Rhino makes a comment that the guy in charge wants him alive. And now it looks like that guy in charge is Kingpin. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll I'll read through this because it might it might give it a bit more backstory. But Carl's um, <clears throat> wrote down the plot introduction for us. So Peter Parker is twenty three years old and interning at a laboratory while about to graduate from college. Parker has been Spider Man for eight years and has settled into the role as protector of New York City. Early in the story, so. There is spoilers here, but it's not going to ruin the game. So if you want to go in proper blind, um, I I won't go into too much detail. But basically, you beat Kingpin quite early on. Yeah. And then um, it introduces Mr. Negative and stuff like that. So maybe, unless the Kingpin is put out early for a reason, maybe there is going to be a surprise villain there. I mean, you mentioned Dr. Octopus not being in there. Mysterion. Um, Norman Osborn has been confirmed as a character in it, so do you think maybe not Green Goblin, but do you think Norman Osborn could be a villain in it? He could well be. I mean, it, it's been shown plenty of times, um, especially recently in, in Daredevil, even when the Kingpin's in jail, he's still the Kingpin of crime, he's mm. still got his hands in, you know, he's got his hands in all the pies. So, it could be that maybe he outsources it to Osborne. It could be that he outsources it to Mr. Negative. It might be, as with a lot of things, that Spider-Man's got multiple people after him at any one time because, you know, he, he's ruining a lot of people's plans. So it, there's there's a lot of villains in there, but I would like to think that, yeah, that there is going to be a surprise in there at some point. And if it was Dr. Octopus, I'd be over the moon. Because mm. with the way games look now, you know, with us coming to the end of this this cycle mm. you've got to think that a dr octopus fight on the ps4 when when the games look the way they do now and especially the way this looks that could be incredible that could be like a movie scene absolutely absolutely and i think we've we've mentioned the the films there a few times but i'd imagine most people would agree that out of the films that have been released it's probably he's probably the best villain we've seen on the big screen isn't he for for Spider-Man, without yeah, a shadow of a yeah. doubt, uh, that that's why Spider-Man Two's held in such high regard because the the villain portrayal was absolutely brilliant. 
I and like I know Willem that Defoe, though. <laughs> just putting that out there. Willem Dafoe is a brilliant villain because he just looks demented. He looks, he really does look like he's had, he's been exposed to some kind of goblin gas that's completely cupped his brain. But yeah, I, I know Kevin Feige has said in the past that they do want to try and stay away from villains that have been done before, and I get that because you don't want to just keep rehashing the same mm. things over and over. But I really do hope at some point in in the future deals that M- the MCU and Sony come to, that they're able to get Dr. Octopus in there. Cause yeah. that, that would be incredible. Cause he, he's easily for me, Spider-Man's best villain mm. other than, you know, Carnage and Venom who pretty much aren't going to be yeah, they're not. doable. That, that it, just isn't happening. I, is it Myster- Mysterion's rumored to be in the next Spider-Man film, isn't he? Yeah. It, He's, it's been said that he's in it, but they yeah. still haven't made any formal casting announcements about Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. That there was rumours that Gyllenhaal was was in it, but no one's actually confirmed. No one's actually come out and said, "Yeah, he signed a contract. He's Mysterio." So, yeah, it's a it's a bit weird. But they're going. I just realised I called him Mysterio from South Park. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> now that would be interesting if you got Mysterio uh, in it. Yeah, that would Jesus. be very interesting, oh, and the uh, they're going for a Sinister Six angle in that as well because yeah. it's going to have a few different villains in it. Like it's meant to have, um, oh, what's his face? Oh, the water bastard whose name's just completely gone out of my head. Hydro Man. That that sounds like one of those afterthought villains, but I love it. <laughs> Aqua Bastard sounds better, or Water it Bastard, but it, it's not really. PG-13, so... The human dolphin. I'll let him off. No, but I was just, I was just bringing up Mysterio, though, because normally if they do a game well in advance of a film, they can use it as a marketing tool, can't they? So I was wondering if he, he could fit in there, but you, you'll know more about the Sinister Six universe than me, but is there anyone other than Doc Ock missing out of that, that we've seen on the trailer so far? Um, out of those and the names that we've mentioned, because Mysterio's a, a big member of them, the only one really that I can think of is the Chameleon. Mm. And the Chameleon's an interesting character. Um, and Craven the Hunter, who apparently I found out recently was supposed to be the main villain in Black Panther. Um, but then Ryan Coogler changed it because he was told that I think it was that he was told that he wasn't allowed to use the character by the powers that be. And usually when you get told that, it means that they've been earmarked for something else. There was that rumour he was getting involved in something. I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure I put it in the group. I may scroll up and find that. But yeah. I, me- I do remember Craven from the uh, cartoon days. Um, yeah, he- he's brilliant and... He's a really good villain because he's not got that many weird powers. You know, he's mm. basically an expert hunter with enhanced senses like an animal. And he, he would be a good one to do. He was in one of the best Spider-Man novels ever where he actually killed Spider-Man and then he got really pissed off about it. And I think he kills himself because he's actually done the unthinkable and he's mm. killed Spider-Man. But of course, Spider-Man's not really dead. But if I remember rightly, the there's there's a family link between Chameleon and... Craven, I think they're half brothers. All right. Chameleon was was a, a a big one in the the cartoon series from the nineties. Mm-hmm. He he was really really good. 
his major thing is that he can impersonate anyone. He's got this belt that helps him look like anyone, and he he goes off and he'll like commit a crime spree as Spider-Man to turn public opinion against him. And there's been there's been rumors or suggestions that that might actually be one of the storylines of Far From Home that somebody is doing something as Spider-Man, and it turns out that it's the chameleon. And and maybe that's the gateway to uh, to the Sinister Six. But yeah. there's so many villains out there that even if they take six up in one go in this game, they're still leaving themselves with plenty to to go at in in a future game. I mean, if if the Venom movie does well, there's no reason why the next Spider-Man game couldn't bring Venom and Carnage and and all the symbiote stuff into it. Oh god, that's a good shout that. And we'll come on to the future of the superhero genre in gaming, but we'll we'll stick with a couple of the characters. Obviously, um, there's Mary Jane and and Miles. Obviously, he's in it as well. But do you think maybe the game is a good like baby step in in terms of introducing the multiverse? You've you've got to think logically that that's what they're doing. It, it sound, we know that Miles is in it, but it doesn't look like Miles is in it as Spider-Man. He's only in it as himself and as a friend of Peter Parker and like a member of his team. But it doesn't look like at any point he's going to suit up. Now, if they were ever going to do that, that would be a perfect DLC where something happens and then Miles... And the only problem is to do that, really, you've got to kill Peter Parker, because in in the alternate universe that Miles is from, that's he gets bitten by a spider, but he doesn't actually use his powers. He shies away from it because he thinks he's too young, because he's only about thirteen or fourteen. And then the Peter Parker from that universe dies, and he sort of does it as a tribute and says, "Right, well, someone's got to be Spider-Man, so I'll have to do it." It, it would be weird for them to have a brand new Superman uh, Spider-Man franchise and then kill him off straight away. Yeah. So, do it as a DLC and they sort of shoot 10 years into the future where Miles has already been Spider-Man for a while and then they don't really explain what's happened and that way there's no big time jump for them they don't have to explain it they can just say well this is it is what it is and in terms of DL, DLC I think they've already said they've confirmed some but I didn't really read it because I thought that was absolutely nonsense I do you think there's any anti-hero stuff in it? Because we have seen, like with Batman, for example, you could play as Nightwing and stuff like that, and um, Catwoman. Do you think there's any anti-heroes that are possibly possibly in the game? Because isn't Black Cat a bit of an anti-hero in comparison to the rest of the villains, for example? Um, yeah, she is. Uh, the, the obvious ones would be a lot of the ones that we've seen in the in the comics before. So they could have Punisher would be an interesting one. You could bring Daredevil in. You've got any of the defenders because they're all based in New York. So mm. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones has definitely got an anti-hero thing about her. I'd, I'd be interested to see Daredevil in in some some way, shape, or form in the future because Spider-Man and Daredevil have actually got a really good history together and they both know each other's secret identity. So mm. th- there's a lot of trust between the two characters. Punisher would always be a good one because Punisher's ace. And then you bring a whole new dynamic. The only only thing about Punisher is you go from Spider-Man, who's a bit of a PG character, and then you go to the other extreme. Yeah, and then you're shooting people in the face with a bazooka just for a laugh. Yeah. Good laugh, though. 
Oh, alright. Oh, alright. We definitely need a Punisher game in the future. But, um... We'll, we'll move on uh, from the characters, and, um... We'll go on a bit more of the gameplay, and... I mentioned the similarities with Batman, but in terms of the gameplay that we've actually seen, there's similarities with the actual Arkham games, with with the fighting style and stuff like that. I mean, is that just the safest choice you could ever make for a game like this? Because the the Arkham trilogy is just a just an absolute masterpiece. Let's be honest. But that, that's we... exactly the word I was going to use. Yeah. Uh, it it's hard to to pick another game for me. Other than other than that, I mean, they've obviously got completely different dynamics in one sense, where Spider-Man's going to have a lot more distance moves because he's got all of his different webbing. But at his heart, Spider-Man is still a hand-to-hand fighter. And then you've got the the stealth element of well, where he's either he's clinging to walls or he's he's climbing girders and stuff. And that was one of the big stables of of all of the Arkham games, wasn't it? It, it? There was always the element of, well, you can just rush in and just batter people, or you can go through the gargoyles, stay up high, drop down and catch them, use the, the stealth takedowns. And I, I like any game that gives you an option on how you want to how you want to fight people. So you're feeling like you want to just beat people up, we'll go and beat them up. You feel like you want to be a little bit more stealthy, be a bit more stealthy. I was always stealthy anyway because you got more points for it. You got way more XP, so you leveled up faster. And you machine got machine guns destroyed yeah. you on that game. <laughs> yeah. First thing, it's going to be interesting to see if they've done a similar thing there with the the level ups, where every time you level up, you can do certain things to your armor. Because in the beginning of of the Arkham games, it was always difficult until you got your armor leveled up for the the melee damage and the 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 ballistics damage the guns and you'd think there's going to be a similar thing here with mm. with Spider-Man you know if if you do get spotted and you're up high you really do need to be able to take more than a couple of hits before you die and there's a lot of different suits there's actually now footage uh, there's a, a screenshot going round of all the different suits that are um, that are in the game some of them we know about like there's a couple that have been included for uh, for DLC and uh, not for DLC, sorry, it's like a, a day one bonus. Yeah. And they've now started really slowly giving some ideas about what else is out there. So there's loads of different options, and each suit that you've got seems to give you different benefits. So, it, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how Batman-like they've gone. Yeah, absolutely, because they are, they are obviously similar in probably squishiness. I know super, uh, Spider-Man's um, super strong and an actual superhero where Batman's just a bloke. <laughs> but um, you can you could probably easily kill Spider-Man compared to the Hulk, for example. Um, well, yeah, I mean, at his core, even with his, with his Spider-Sense and stuff, if you catch Spider-Man in the right place, you know, you, you could still kill him. And he's got other things he can still drown. Mm. He can be he can be poisoned, so yeah, he he is still a 23 year old guy, and for for the most time when a lot of people see him and read him and stuff, he's he's a kid, and he's 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 young enough to still make stupid mistakes. So he, he's got that vulnerability, but yeah, like a, a game like a Hulk game wouldn't really work because to kill the Hulk, you know, there's only a couple of people in the whole of comics. 
could realistically <laughs> could realistically kill the Hulk. Yeah. So it's nice to have that vulnerability, I think. It, yeah, it it's, make it's, it a bit more realistic. Yeah, I think we've seen. I think the Deadpool games are fun and stuff like that, but it's like you can't kill him. So what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> that the one they did a couple of years ago. It was it was good. It was it was good fun, but yeah, it it, it did get a little bit ridiculous. To be fair, that that's what he is. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty much about as slapstick as games can get. Yeah, and and there'll be an element of that to Spider-Man as well because he is known for his his wisecracking and his his jokes on the fly and his daft comments when like he sticks someone to the wall and he might say stick around or something like that. But no, that's Predator. <laughs> predator. What a film. Um. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But in terms of the spider sense, we I think we saw it at E3. It might be in the trailer the year before E3. We kind of saw that spider sense is going to be like a, a quick time event. I think we saw it in that helicopter trailer bit. Yeah. It it looks really impressive, but it was always going to be a quick time event, but it, always, it looks so impressive the way they did it in that helicopter one, especially. Yeah, it, it's going to be difficult to do it otherwise without, like we were saying, without taking away the competitive edge of the game. Because you still always had that in, in Batman, didn't you? You always had the, like the little warning that had come up when someone yeah. was about to attack you to help with your counters and stuff. Maybe all that happens with uh, with Spider-Man is that you've got slightly more time before these things happen because he's obviously got Spider-Man. slightly more intuition than than Batman has got. Batman would be able to tell from like the way someone's shaping the body up. He's just going to know even if he's not looking at them. So it, I, I've not seen anything from the gameplay that makes me think it's going to be too cheesy or anything like mm. that. It looks like it's been done very, very sensibly and very well. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. Yeah, that's the main thing. Because that's why they, did, they didn't have the spider sense technically in the 
in the film and in the MCU. And they've they've confirmed that he has got it, but the only time we really first saw it was in was Infinity War. Infinity War when he's yeah. on the bus. But I, I think they said they didn't want to lean too heavily into it because everyone knows he's got it. It's it's one of those unwritten rules. You don't need to go on about it mm. all the time. So it, it, they've been very careful with it, and I don't know if there's been any involvement with with Marvel on this. Well, I'm not I'm not sure exactly, but. It's obviously Sony exclusive because they, with the film, they said they need the exclusive rights for for uh, Spider-Man for the game. Yeah. So fair him, enough, really. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bastards. Um, <laughs> um, but what was I gonna say? <clears throat> what was I going to say? But yeah, there's. Um, I think it's been released that you play as MJ for parts of it. I mean, do you think it's a, do you think it's a good thing in a, in a game like this that they pad out the story with with characters that are obviously very important to to the story that is Spider Man and more importantly Peter Parker. <laughs> it it depends. It depends how they do it. I mean, there's a the, there would be a good way of doing it, and there would be a shit way of doing it, and. Hopefully they'll find a good way of doing it, but controlling it as Mary Jane seems kind of cheesy. Mm. But it, it might be that you control her, maybe Peter gets captured or something, and there's like a, a small minute, a, a small section for like five minutes where you can you control MJ, and she's got to do something to help Peter. That would be all right. But there's other characters like I'd much rather go as Miles. If they were going to have anyone as a as a playable character, I'd rather they they did Miles. But as we were saying it. it it maybe then gets a bit confusing because if you were playing as Miles and he had powers, you'd expect him to be Spider-Man's sidekick. So it's in the comics, does he ever become like a sidekick, or does he always just well, kind of in the shadows till he becomes Spider-Man? Well, they're from different universes, hmm. so they, they've had crossovers before. There was one from last year, but I didn't read it. It was Spider-Man number two, where in the, in the first one. They sort of met each other, and then in the second one, they were thinking, well, the whole idea of the multiverse is that there's a mirror copy of everyone, so there must be a Miles Morales on Peter Parker's Earth, and I think they went off to find him. So it, mm. the only, they've never really worked together like properly, but they have done little missions together. Well, isn't that what the cartoon film's about? That's yeah, that, yeah, that's the one with... Um, Oh, Jake Johnson is the voice of like forty-five-year-old mm. Peter Parker. That that because that's got Miles Morales as Spider-Man. That will be set in his universe, but for some reasons Peter Parker isn't dead in that one. Right. So I, okay. I, I can't remember how they're explaining that. Whether may, it, maybe it's a different part of the multiverse again, and it's another Miles Morales who who got his Spider-Man powers, but for some reason his Peter Parker didn't die. But. It, it's it'll be interesting to see it it's like the it's like in the flash one of the things that people complain about with the tv show is everyone's got powers and there's too many heroes and it's unrealistic that things keep happening because there's like six people with superpowers all working together whereas you think like batman pretty much tries to work on his own most of the time other than maybe robin so he's more of a target whereas if you had a, t- a team of two spider-men that's pretty fucking hard when you think Spider-Man's proportionately strong and he can take so much damage and he's so agile and blah, 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 blah. 
yeah, like I mentioned before, I'd be really intrigued to see them do a DLC with um, with Miles. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I just remembered what I was going to ask you before. Obviously, he's Peter Parker's twenty three in this one. So, how how does he develop power wise, powers wise from? He gets him like when he's sixteen, doesn't he? As a, as a teenager, and then how how, do, how does his power level? Um, develop as he gets older, or does he just get smarter as a as a fighter slash character? Pretty much, Jerry. He, he becomes a little bit more tolerant and a bit more patient and less less stupid. Basically, just you know, he he learns to take his time, but he becomes stronger. He becomes he, he learns different ways of using his webbing. So it's not just a case of you know thwip. But it's you know he can make nets and stuff and then the web grenades and all all different kinds of things. So by the time we see him, he, he's he's more matured. He's he's been Spider-Man for eight years now, so he should be pretty pretty in control of uh, of his powers and he should be a lot more settled. But also in that time, he's made a lot more enemies. If you were dealing with fifteen or sixteen-year-old Spider-Man, you'd be expecting to be doing maybe more. But like stopping bank robbers and and things yeah. like that, whereas now he's dealing with the full, excuse me, the full rogues gallery because he's been he's been stopping them for eight years now, so they're obvi- they're obviously plenty pissed off with him, it, it, and it's good to see because now they they don't have to do an explainer they 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 don't have to do an origin because everyone knows the origin story with Uncle Ben and blah blah great power blah blah great responsibility and all that. So it's it, it's good that they're avoiding the really cliche things about Spider-Man, and and they made a point. I think it was at E3 of of saying in no uncertain terms we're not bothered about the origin story. Everyone knows it. We don't need to waste any more time doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I think they did the they uh, took the same um, thought process of with the, with the films, didn't they? Obviously, got introduced late compared to everyone else, but. As you said, no, nobody needs that the Uncle Ben storyline again. No. And Aunt May, who's gone down about fifty years in age <laughs> in yeah. every in every film ad- adaptation. But um, yeah, I mean, it, as he's been in it eight years, do you think he, obviously he's probably more vulnerable now? Do you think people in that time do people know like is more about his secret identity and stuff like that, or is he just still pretty solid in terms of that in that regard? Well, it it seems as though because there's there's bits where he's talking to a few people, it seems like Mary Jane knows, Miles knows, and I think, um, oh, what's the detective? Oh, there's a, a police officer that he's dealing with throughout the game, and it looks like, um, oh, I can't remember what a bloody name is, um, and it it looks like he's dealing with her. Uh, is it Yuri? Yuri. Yuri Watanabe. Watanabe, yeah. Watanabe. I, I don't know if she's the copper. Oh, I I don't know. But the, there's somebody that he's talking to, isn't there? I think it was during the um, the helicopter fight from that first gameplay yeah. trailer. So it it looks like yeah, maybe he's he's over that that fear that he had in the early days of anyone that I tell is instantly going to get killed. And now he's a little bit more open to um, to bringing people into the fold. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's quite interesting how a character like that develops because you, I think we'll stick with the Batman one. I think we've all seen, uh, well, we've seen the Batfleck in- interpretation, which isn't. I like Batfleck, but it's not it's not great for multiple reasons. But we've seen all the Batmans. I mean, the the uh, DC cartoon universe does it best, doesn't he, when he comes back? Um, Oh yeah, in Dark Knight Returns. That's the one. Yeah. That's yeah, Dark Knight Returns one. is the the Frank Miller book is an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. I watched that recently. I think it, uh, Sky did a a uh, DC collection. I was like, eh, ignore all the live films, straight to the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch both parts? Oh, I yeah. I, I think I watched yeah. them all. Like even the Justice League stuff, where I th- it might have been the Constantine one, uh, which was quite good. But yeah. anyway, anyway. Um, we've so never. I don't think there's ever really been any kind of. Not that I've seen anyway. That if there's ever really been any depictions of old Spider-Man. No. Oh, so, yeah. Bit weird. When when does Peter Parker die normally in the in general scheme of things, or doesn't he? I don't think he does. It, other than other than the, the the Miles Morales thing, like I said in that. Um, that book, Craven's Last Hunt, which anyone's not read, it's very, very good. Um, yeah, I, I don't really think he he has, or not not that I've seen anyway. I mean, I've not been reading Spider-Man for anywhere near as long as I have other other people. Yeah, but it, it's like everything; he's been around for like sixty, seventy years, but he just gets reboots all the time. No, that's fair. I think obviously he's one of the most popular, so it's easy. It's easy to just. I don't want to. I don't want to say milk it as milk it as a negative, but yeah, it's easy to do so, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but I think we've covered it quite well. Unless you want to cover anything else on the game, and then we can talk about the the wider spectrum of superhero gaming. No, it it, it looks like they've got it really, really spot on. It. It's it's had a lot of good press. There's been some weird press the last couple of days where some fucking wiener boys online have been complaining that they've they've dumbed down the graphics or something because oh, there, was, I saw that, yeah. there, there was a spot in one of the one of the trailers where there was like this massive puddle in like a, you're, you're fighting a bunch of gangsters in a, a high rise building and there's this huge puddle on the floor. And now, in another trailer that's come out, the puddle's really small, and people have accused them of, of downscaling the graphics. And one of the devs came out and went, "Well, just because a puddle's got smaller doesn't mean the graphics have changed." And then, just to set the record state, he said, "We haven't done anything to the graphics at all. It's exactly the same." But, so, the, so they've spent all these years, and because they didn't like the size of a puddle, they've downgraded the whole game, apparently. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. It's just, it's typical internet bollocks where people just want something to whinge about. There's, there's, as far as I can see, there's nothing really wrong with it. it. Like I said before, if I wanted to be picky, I'd rather it was a little bit more classic Spider-Man. Mm. But I can see why they're not doing that because they don't want to be making a modern game that looks like the 70s. They want it to be a little bit more. It's the same way that DC or the, the animated films they're doing are all based on the new 52 look of the characters. Because everything's a bit brighter and a bit more edgy, and things look a little bit more armored and, li- and a little bit less lycra. And to an extent, they did that in Arkham Knight as well. You know, Batman yeah. wasn't wearing latex suit; everything he was wearing was full-on bulky armor. Especially in um, uh, which was it Arkham Knight, where you got that really awesome—the one that enhances his reflex. 
Yeah, is that when he fights Superman? I think it's part two. No, no, sorry, not no in the Arkham games. Oh, oh. Uh, in, in the Arkham games, there's one of them where he's wearing a pretty good suit, but then he goes and gets this augmented suit, and it helps you like leap across the the map for when you do your combos and stuff. Oh, I think that is City, yeah. I think it is City. I wasn't sure if that was City or, or Arkham Knight, but... Yeah, so so they've done a similar thing. They've modernised it, and, you know, out, out goes the camp-looking Batmobile, and it becomes the Bat-Tank. So it, I suppose it makes sense. It is a modern thing, so they want to they want to make it look a little bit more modern. But the, the the major interesting thing about this for me is just how good New York looks. Mm. Uh, the, the, the city looks huge, and and they have said that there is going to be some element of of like a sandbox game, and you are going to be able to web sling around to your heart's content. You can parkour up the edge of buildings. And it looks like there's going to be loads of side missions to do as well. So well, you, you might be like swinging across and then all of a sudden you'll you'll hear someone on a rooftop that's got a, a little job for you. And, mm. you know, there's going to be collectibles and things like that. You know, like collect 100 of these or break 25 of these or whatever. And there's, I'm sure I've been seeing figures where they reckon there's up to like 100 hours of gameplay, depending on how you play it. I saw that the story, I think I saw that the story meant rumoured to be taking 20 hours, but as just a main story in a game like that, that I mean, that's, that's not bad. Impressive. 20 hours for a main story isn't bad at all. You know, if, if, if you throw into the, the fact that a lot of people will just be playing unstructured and will just be flying around and doing their own thing, yeah. 20 seems about right. I mean, I'd like it to be sort of double the size, but you've got to be realistic. You know, how long would it take him to code a game that's 40, 50 hours of a storyline when it looks that good? And if there's photography side missions, I'm doing the hell out of them. See, now I, I, I sort of begrudgingly do like a couple of those. I'll do like the Empire State Building and maybe the Baxter Building if they've got it, but then I get so bored of those. Oh, were you one of those? Were you one of the ones on G- the old GTAs where you could do cop missions and stuff and just didn't do them? Yeah, I didn't I lo- like the old GTA. I, I loved being a taxi. <laughs> uh, I, I, I did a couple of them on GTA Five, but I always tried to kill people. Yeah, or GTA like Five get, broke that mold. To be fair, <laughs> or, or just get chased by the police as much as humanly possible and then just abandon the car and run away. But I, there was they had some. Um, photography missions in one of the other Spider-Man games and like you picked them up outside the, the Daily Bugle and like yeah, Jameson always had these little things for you and it was and they weren't just like landmarks some of them were like really weird things that might, that might be like a deli shop or something that was really famous and he'd send you to go and take a picture of a sandwich and yeah, now you've said it, I'll be—I'll probably be a bit pissed off if that isn't in there because it's just—it's such a Spider-Man thing to have. The only disappointing thing is it's not going to be the Jonah Jameson from the first three films. I can't remember his bloody name, but I know he's an excellent actor. Um, oh, and he's—he's in. Oh, he's James Gordon. Oh, that's going to piss me off. But anyway, we'll move on from that because we'll be IMDb in that for ages. Simmons. Simmons, yeah. Something Simmons. Something Simmons. It'll come to me. When it comes to me, I'm just going to shout his name out. Jake? No. Yeah, no. Is it? I think, is it Jake? You know what, fuck it. (laughs) 
Spider-Man Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons. No, it is. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I, I thought you were just thinking of J.K. Rowling and getting Same, confused. that's why I doubted myself. <laughs> that's why I doubted myself. Uh, but before we finish up on the actual game, what what are your expectations from it? Are you expecting a proper serious game, or are you just expecting one where you can piss about on? Because you were talking about Horizon Zero Dawn there beforehand and getting back into it. I mean, are you expecting a bit of a... Not a chore, because games are meant to be fun, but you're expecting something that you have to concentrate on? No. I'm, I'm thinking it's... I'm hoping it's going to be quite quite loose, where it'll be one of those things, you'll start a mission, but then on the way you'll go, oh, well, that looks more interesting. And, you know, you might just, like, web-sling over an alleyway that's got some people mugging someone and you just decide to drop in and twat them. Because that's what I always used to do in, in the Arkham games. Whenever oh, wow. I was going anywhere, whenever I was flying anywhere or, or ziplining anywhere, as soon as you see more than like one person, you have to drop down and beat the shit out of them. That's the rule. Soon you just had the vo- you had the radio thing on, the sound detecting, just like yeah, yeah, when I'm going, I'm going scanner, Yeah. When you had that scanner on and you were always listening out for for that dodgy New York accent, <laughs> and as soon yeah. as you hear one, you go, uh, oh, he's up to no good, and then you have to go and get him. That's just the way it works. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and we need more of that. We need more of that. But um, I think that's been a good preview. We'll obviously be back with the review, the review for that. But we'll move on to the wider scheme of superheroes, and we've kind of touched on Daredevil and the Punisher and Batman for Elkus. Well, why wouldn't you talk about Batman? There's obviously rumours of Rocksteady making a Superman game, which doesn't sound particularly interesting to me because I don't really like Superman. But is there any other characters or? I don't know, maybe maybe obviously there's a Joker film coming out. Do you think they could make a, a villain game or an anti-hero game? Is there anything that pops into your head when you mention games that could be made? Daredevil. I I, I don't really think a Superman game works. So, uh, like As we said before, it, Superman being Superman takes away the, the vulnerability. So what's the point? I mean, you couldn't have Superman... In a, a, a free roam, a free roaming game, flying around Metropolis, going and beating up bad guys. Because what are they going to do? Waste bullets, waste knives, waste punches on him. The, there's no real sort of impact to your health. Mm. Whereas someone like Daredevil, I mean, Daredevil would slot in perfectly with a Rocksteady game using the exact same engine as they used for um, for for Arkham. Arkham yeah. I I would love a Green Arrow game. Because a Green Arrow game would go really well with the leveling up and the the crafting side of things, because he can always craft different arrows. But it's whether they're popular enough to do, and you'd think Daredevil probably is, because the the Netflix seasons have been so well received, and and he's he, he's been picked up so well by so many people that probably never would have really liked him. Certainly not after the god awful Ben Affleck film. Um, other than that. It's hard to say because th- there is, there's no denying there's a huge element of, of oversaturation of superhero things at the minute. Gaming is probably one of the only areas where that hasn't happened. Mm. Where there hasn't really been too, too many superhero games. Not that I can think or, of. Or anyway. too many, too many good ones. Yeah, the, the, like there's been the, the Lego games, but they, they only they do like count. one. Is it one a year or maybe one every other year or 18 months, something like that? And they're so, not always superheroes, are they? 
They are, no. they are in but, modern times, but they weren't for years. And the, the ones that are coming out, the the next one that's coming out now is DC Supervillain, so it, it's looking at it more from from the villain side of things. And, and even then, there's only been half a dozen of them, so it's not like they've completely oversaturated it or anything. Yeah. I mean, all we've done is talk about the Arkham series and old Spider-Man games other than that. But there's, there's not a, many others, is there? And there's a reason why, because the Arkham games are the the archetype for... They, they are the mould against, you know, that, that should be used for all these other things. Now it's... Yeah. There's, there's no real other reason... There's no other real game I can think of like that. I mean, for me, it's one of my favourite game series... And it holds up alongside Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect. I think Arkham City came second in my favourite list. City Overall. would be right up there. If I ever actually was able to sit down and do a games list, Arkham City would be well up there. Yeah, yeah, I think... Well, I, d- I did Arkham City in one sitting. That's how much I love that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, that was a good night. Um, but I'd call that. <laughs> that was back in my prime. <laughs> Couldn't do that now. But um, yeah, I mean, I kind of want to see a Punisher game, but I'm not sure how that'd work. It'd probably just turn into a Call of Duty game. <laughs> Pretty um, much, it, it'd, it'd probably, if it came out like anything, it'd be like Army of Two. Oh God, I want it now. Yeah, I must admit, I've, I've talked myself into it because I loved Army of Two. Especially, especially the bits where you went back to back. Yeah. And you just absolutely destroyed people with like fucking fire bullets. That they were seriously good fun, those games. Especially if you actually had someone to play with. Oh god, yeah. Just the computer AI on those was an absolute moron. <laughs> Last game I had to I had to stop playing and I never got to finish it because my mate that he used to play with, he got rid of the game. And there was this one bit where the, the computer just kept running up these stairs and getting shot and it couldn't work out. Hmm, well, if I hang back, we can like take people out slowly. Nope, just going to run up and get shot. <laughs> and it happened like 10, 15 times and I just got bored and just gave up. Mm. Well, in, in terms of the grand, the grander scheme of things, there's that obviously the Avengers game, which is coming out, which literally got less details than stuff in Area 51 by the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm even wondering if that's ever going to get made. That, made that seems nice like... They can't stop that now. <laughs> it seems just like one of those things where surely by now you'd have put out some details to just whet people's appetite a little bit and get people talking. Because I, I keep forgetting that they're even making a game of it because there's mm. so little information out there. It's almost like they don't want people to bloody know about it. Unless the only thing I can think of is if it's going to be Square Enix's big thing for the launch of the next console, but why would you release a trailer this early on? <laughs> that's risky. Yeah. I think what what happened with um, the division? You know, the division was meant to be a launch title for the PS4, wasn't it? Mm. They pulled it back, and when people asked them about it, they said, "Well, because we don't really know the limitations of the." of the console for like the first 18 months. So we don't want our game to be the one that people are always reporting the bugs on saying, oh, the console's laggy and there's memory problems and all the rest of it. Because then our game's always tainted. Then no matter what we do, the game will always be bad. So 
I don't think anyone logical, none of the good studios should be releasing big games. It's like you, you, Uncharted as well. People wanted the new Uncharted game to launch with the PS4, and he came back and said, absolutely no chance. To be it, fair, it looks like Halo is going to launch with the new Xbox. <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me, but Halo games are so boring. I, like, I don't know. I don't know what the difference between the first one and the last one is. That's because you're just disgusting. And they just play the exact same. And I don't like. I don't like the way the games look, and I don't like the way uh, they play. We're gonna move on from this because I'll get upset. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, now I want a Punisher Army of Two game. Um, <laughs> now I'm distracted. But um, obviously, there's the Venom film and stuff like that, and Probably one we haven't mentioned who started off the MCU was Iron Man. Do you think an Iron Man game could work, or do you think it would just tie in too much with the film? No, I think time's passed for that. There was an Iron Man game um, a few I mean, years. I, I mean good games here. Not oh, a good game. Um, well, th- no. It, it would be too easy and too obvious to make a tie-in for the movies, and especially when, realistically... They're probably trying to get rid of Iron Man. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Avengers 4, but it's it's well thought that either Captain America or Iron Man or both of them mm. are going to die or retire or something in Iron Man 4. So in Avengers 4, it, it wouldn't really make sense for them to be doing that. I mean, there's other characters they could do. A Black Panther game could be interesting. Oh, that's a good show. Because Black Panther's a character, I think that... Especially with the success of the film. I think the the best games for me are the ones that have got the the more human characters, the the ones who haven't got you know amazing superpowers like laser vision and super strength and all the rest of it, or a magic hammer. I mean, Black Panther is just a guy. Yes, he's got you know slightly better reflexes and things like that, and he's stronger and he's quicker and all the rest of it, but. At the end of the day, he is still a guy. You know, he's not an alien. He's not a god. He's not. He's not got a magic formula in his in his blood or anything like that. So it's. Well, we that, even saw in the film, he he gets his ass kicked by what is just a bloke. Well, it's not just a bloke. It's a super soldier. But the films paint a picture, don't they, for the wider for the wider audience? And yeah, to show such vulnerability in an early in a character's early development is quite interesting. But do you think Black Panther has the you, the universe we talked about with Batman and Spider-Man, or do you think it's no. still a young character in that he, regard? I mean, he, he's a long-standing character, but I don't think he's got the the rogues gallery. I may well be wrong, and if there's anyone who's a massive uh, um, a massive Black Panther fan who can who can set me straight on that, then please do. But I I can't really think of. I can't really think of any other major villains that he's got, but I suppose you could always do a crossover villain. I mean, Black Panther is somebody who could, in theory, cross over into a Spider-Man game because he, he, mm. he does still have involvements with, uh, with with the wider world and with New York, and he is an Avenger, so there's no reason why he couldn't, you know, he, he couldn't be in New York for something. So it, I suppose. They do want to capitalise in the future on on the MCU, but you don't just want to take the characters directly from it, do you? Oh, I just thought of someone. Go on. Blade. I'm sure there was a Blade game. There was a game. There was a game. I played it, and it was hard. 
but I was a kid. Uh, but I, I think I remember. I mean, Blade Blade's good for for the one major thing. It's a hack and slash game, wasn't it? Absolutely. It, it just a total mindless. You walk into a room, there's a shitload of zombies, and you just get your sword out and just waste all of them. I mean, and that, you could probably get Wesley Snipes to do the voice and shit. Well, yeah, he's been talking about it recently about doing and, uh, another Blade film. And it needs a, to be in the MCU. It's apparently it's been talked about. I just I don't know whether it would be him as Blade or maybe they'd do like a you know a cheesy passing the torch thing and there's somebody else because I mean Wesley Snipes is like mid fifties, isn't he? Yeah, but he's still a machine. Yeah, he is. It, it's just it's different with him because Blade is such a, a hands-on character to, compared to someone like Iron Man. It's you know all of his stuff is is CG, whereas all the the stuff that Blade does is you know hands-on. Yeah effects but I, I would love Blade in the MCU man I would absolutely love it I would be it, would, um, it kind of links back in my Spider-Man what's the vampire character called Maybe? Morbius oh. Morbius yeah yeah they're doing a film of him as well which is what Sony film yeah it's Jared Leto isn't it oh, fucking hell it's, it's a bit weird because I mean he, he's an alright villain but He's more of an anti-hero, uh, yeah. It depends how they want to paint him. He's been both. He's been a villain. He's been an anti-hero. Mm. But I, I just don't think he's an especially interesting character. It seems like that's one of the ones where they've got like 15 different Spider-Man related things on the slate. And I'm really hoping that the Morbius one doesn't get made. I hope that Black Cat does. <clears throat> Black Cat's a pretty interesting character. Mm. Well, but, that, when Sinister Six, Venom and Carnage were announced, I was quite interested in that, but some of these extra ones sound a bit shit. Yeah, the, I mean, it, I, th- I think the Sinister Six one is still... It got shelved, didn't it, for a bit? Yeah, it, it got shelved, but they've said that it's still on the slate at some point. They do still want to do it, it's just a case of when. So and when, when is Sony's, lo- what, what we're going to call it, a loan to Marvel up? Uh, it must end at some point. After Far From Home, that's the last Spider-Man film. That's so, and that's coming next year, isn't it? That's next year, but it's it's pretty much expected that they're just going to renegotiate it because I mean, there's no reason for them not to because then Sony makes a shitload of money from the MCU, one of the biggest film franchises of and, all and time. They can make an actual good Spider-Man film. <laughs> they don't really have to do anything because I'm sure they consult on the films, but it's all. It's all Marvel's creativity. It's all led by Kevin Feige. It's all their yeah. their direction. It's literally just we want to use this character that you own. Here's a shitload of money. You know, I'm sure they pay them money and then they get a chunk of the receipts as well. So it it they'd be stupid to not renew it because they aren't going to do any better. They've mm. got to look at the response to Tom Holland's casting and Homecoming and his appearance in Infinity War and. And even just the little cameo in, in Civil War, you know, everything that they've done so far, Spider-Man related in the MCU, we've been brilliant. So just let them do it. But uh, it'd be quite interesting to see how, um, see if Sony could negotiate Tom Holland appearing in their films and stuff like that. But I'm sure Tom Holland doesn't want to be in about 800 Spider-Man films every year. But it's, um, Because of the Venom stuff, it, it's been talked about the vast... Tom Holland, if he wants to be in a Venom in, in a film with Venom, and he said yeah, then they've asked mm. Tom Hardy if he wants to be in a film with Spider-Man, and he said yeah, absolutely. 
it's just it's it's so difficult especially you know tom hardy the more films he does the more in demand he is Mm. so he signed a free film contract doesn't he yeah, he, he's done three, and this is why there's been so many rumours going round that despite them saying for ages that Venom was going to be R-rated, that they might go for like a, a PG-13 or maybe a 15. 15 over because here, if yeah. they do a hard R, there's no way in hell you can then do a Spider-Man crossover without completely rewriting Venom and making him really, really different. You know, if they do three Venom films and then do a crossover you've then got to undo three films worth of character development mm. and that's kind of stupid and similarly you can't have Spider-Man in the MCU you know as a 15, what is he, I think maybe 16 or 17 in, in the MCU high school isn't he so that and then all of a sudden you know he's in he, he's bloodthirsty and like he's kicking people off buildings and stabbing people, it, <laughs> it, it wouldn't work so I I would rather Venom was R-rated and they kept them separate, but I can see why they're thinking long-term and going, well, yeah, Spider-Man is like the name on everyone's lips at the minute. He's, they've reinvigorated the character who'd gone a little bit stale after the the Garfield films, which obviously weren't very well received. Mm. So I can see why they're thinking, yeah, you know, we, we want to get him back in. We want to get him back on on a Sony film, you know, actually get a Sony film out of this. Yeah, and maybe they could set it in the future so you don't have to do the the crossover with the MCU or something like that, but that's just uh, spitballing. But I've just realised we've we've gone over an hour now. Um, what happens when I talk about comics? Yeah, there's not been one. I don't think there's been one, one up um, that's been under an hour. But anyway, I'm editing it, so it doesn't matter. Um, so we'll just do a bit of news. Um Battlefield's been put back a month. I think it's November 20th now. I mean, does that affect you in any way? Were you asked about Battlefield? No. I gave up on first-person shooters years ago because the only way I can ever be good at them is to play them for like five or six hours a day every day, and I don't have the time anymore. But if I was ever to get one, it would always be Battlefield over COD. Mm. I hate COD games, and I've always preferred the, the, the realism of Battlefield, like I yeah. love the way they always had the the destroyable buildings and things like that. So if, if someone was hiding in a building and you had a tank, you could just blow out the four walls and the roof would collapse on them and kill them. Yeah. And I think there is a bit, I think it's the 6th, so it'll be the day before Spider-Man, so I might get a day of the Battlefield beta before Spider-Man. Um, if anyone, if that tickles anyone's fancy. But um, the other bit of news that came from this week was um, gameplay footage of Cyberpunk 2077. I know you haven't watched it, Stu, but um, I am it, going to. Yeah, I make, might do make it after sure this. Because it, it does look phenomenal. Um, it looks like Deus Ex mixed with fucking John Wick somehow. Um, which, you know, if that description doesn't get you going for it, I don't know what will. Oh, it um, does, believe me. Yeah, um, but do do check that out if you haven't watched it, people, because it looks like a generational. Um, good game so do check that out and just to finish up i'm gonna go through some of the releases that is coming out in the next couple of weeks uh pubg is getting its official release on xbox on the 4th nba 2k19 is on the 7th so is nba live so there's them two spider-man's out on the 7th yes 
yes it is. Uh, and then Tomb Raider is out on the 14th. And then there's some other more niche games in between that. But hopefully we'll have another pod before that. And then we'll go through some more. And we try and finish. We try to finish up every pod like this. But Stu, what are you playing before Spider-Man comes out? Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I've gone back on it um, with the Frozen Wilds DLC. Good stuff. And I am playing Modern Warfare 2 because it just got put back in Xbox compatibility. And I love that game. And that's what I'm playing at the minute. But uh, I think this has been a good pod, Stu. So I'm going to thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, sir. Thanks for joining us, people listening. And goodbye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 